0: Hi, and welcome to Beyond Breakthroughs, where we discuss everything related to business growth, spirituality, manifestation, and all things universal laws. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, founder and creator of the CEO Blueprint, helping women create massive abundance in their life and business on their terms, free from burnout with absolutely no grinding over here. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Adele Tevlin. Hopefully you know that by now because you've been listening to this podcast for a while. And I just want to say hi, and I love you, and I'm so excited to be here for this conversation. And thank you for all of you who continuously follow me and listen to my podcast. It really means the world to me. We get so much amazing feedback of how much just the podcast alone helps you guys, and that makes me so happy. I also want to share, I have an upcoming workshop coming up on April 25th, and this is part two to the trauma workshop I did in March, which went off like unbelievably well. People were raving about how powerful it was, so I was inclined to do a part two, and the part two is called From Perfectionism to Freedom. From Perfectionism to Freedom. So this, (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of laughing to myself because... This body of work around perfectionism, control, attachment styles, codependency, counterdependency this is so my jam right now because it's basically been my life's work, to be honest. Like, I love to teach what I've been through myself. I teach what I've learned. I teach what I've transformed. I'm teaching what I am t- currently transforming. So if you identify, okay, let me t- tell you the list. If you have been told in your life that you are controlling, I'm not calling you controlling. You've been called controlling. Or you know you have control issues. I am a reformed control enthusiast or control freak, so I, I say that with lots of empathy. If you've been told you're controlling, if you are told in relationships that you can be needy or clingy, or on the opposite side, you've been told that you are hard to reach or get to know or hard to connect with, if you... um Always take on other people's problems. They're like you're they're like they're your own. You struggle with anxiety and perfectionism. You have this need for everything to be perfect, both with yourself and other people. You project that onto others, but mainly with yourself. Like you beat yourself up if it's not perfect. You, you won't take action until it's perfect. If you answered yes to even just one of these things that I just rambled on about, then you need to come to this workshop. It's gonna be unbelievable. I'm gonna teach you how all of these things are a sign of unhealed trauma going to give you science-based tools as always. I'm going to give you a deeper sense of awareness and compassion for yourself. And it's going to be absolutely a transformational two hours that includes a Q and A with me at the end for only $111. So it's pretty bananas because it's cheaper than a session of therapy. Um, and going to be way more impactful. So if you want to know more about that, there'll be a link in my show notes about this workshop. um, So I really highly encourage, if you resonated with anything I just said, that you go and you join us for April 25th. Okay. Now let's get into it, people. What is the subject for today, or the thought for the day, or the idea for today, or the belief for today, or the intention for today? It is this conversation, and I'm going to tell you in a second, but I just have to give you a preamble. This might be one of my favorite things to talk about in the world, because... Again, it's the stuff that I've had to learn the most, especially over the last two, three, four years as I scaled my business to a multi-seven-figure business. Uh, As I started to help more people, lead more people, these are the conversations I've had to have with my mentors, my coaches, my therapists. (laughs) This is my own work. This is the work that I talk about with my husband. These are conversations that we have all the time. So here's the topic for today who is responsible for your transformation? Who is responsible for your transformation? So let's dive in. So why is this so bloody important? Yes, you heard me say bloody important, because it is. And I actually think it's at the seat and root of so much of why people can't actually make sustainable change, no matter what you're talking about, whether it's with weight loss or exercise or transformation in a, in a personal development program or transformation in a relationship and how you communicate with your partner or your children. I think at the core, this is such a meaty conversation. It's so juicy. It's so big that I, I can't do it justice in just a short podcast. So I'll probably end up doing a workshop about it because that's what I do. <laughs> um, and... But here's what I want to tell you. So, let's go back to when we're kids for a sec because it all starts in childhood. You know me as an inner child therapist. I believe that the seed of everything is our childhood stuff. So, and when we actually can get to the core and, and the root of it, then everything changes in our external reality because we're always just a product of what we believe subconsciously. <clears throat> so, sorry, I'm I'm fighting a little bit of a cold, so don't mind me if I sound a little bit raspy. So the idea is as children are the authority in our life is our mom and dad up until, I mean, there are the authority in our life when we're small babies into becoming toddlers into becoming children, really from all the way up until maybe young adolescents, let's call it 10 to 12. So for the first 10 to 12 years of our life, there is an authority figure, whether that's your mom and dad, or you grew up with your grandparents, or you grew up with one single parent or two parents of the same sex. It doesn't matter. There was someone who was the authority over you. So the idea is you had to ask permission for everything. You had to ask permission for everything. You had to ask permission to go here, to do this, to eat the cookie, to not eat the cookie, to go somewhere with friends. Like I still remember back in the day, I mean, I'm dating myself, but when I was in elementary school, and there was like a, I grew up in, uh, in Thornhill in just a suburb outside of Toronto. And there was, um, like we were, I forgot what grade it was. We were st- still in primary school, but we got to have like a couple days a month where if you got a note from your parents, you could go across the street to like the strip mall and go to like subway sandwiches for lunch with your friends. And you had to have like a permission slip and it was a whole thing. But I really think about this idea of the permission slip. And I remember once I went without a permission slip and I, like, I lied and said I had the permission slip and I got in trouble for it. It was a whole thing. Okay. (laughs) But this idea of like the permission slip, right? It's like this permission slip of like, I need to have permission to go do X, Y, Z. So somebody else is the authority in your life, in your mind, and in quite honestly, in the reality of your first decade of your life. What happens later in life as we become young adolescents and in our 20s and our 30s or 40s, whatever decade you're in, if you've never reclaimed your authority, somebody else is the authority in your mind subconsciously. Not consciously. You're not, this is not a conscious thing. This is, and if you're going to like argue that's not true, that's just your conscious mind trying to deflect what I'm saying subconsciously, if you have not reclaimed the seat of authority in your mind, like I am now the authority. I don't have to ask anybody permission. I don't need a permission slip to go to Subway for lunch. But if you still have not reclaimed the authority in your mind, somebody else is still subconsciously the authority, aka guiding your thoughts, guiding your actions, guiding your decisions. It's what I call like the voice, whose voice is in your head? Is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it your teacher? Is it your coach? Is it somebody that once told you you weren't going to amount to something? Like who is the voice of authority in your mind? And for most people who have not done the work, like this is the work I teach, reclaiming our authority, if you haven't done the work... For me, my whole life, the seat of authority were my parents. Even when I was in my 30s, not consciously, again, subconsciously, they were directing every decision I was making. I was still asking permission. Once I reclaimed authority and took my power back, I realized that I didn't have to ask anybody permission for anything. I mean, when you really think about it, as a 40-year-old person, a 30-year-old person, even a 20-year-old person, you're an adult. But we still ask permission subconsciously somewhere. Why is this important? As long as your seat of authority is outside of yourself, you never really have the power to fully change. As long as the seat of authority is outside of yourself, you never really have the power to change because here's the quintessence. You still have it that somebody else is responsible for your change. And insofar that somebody else is responsible for your change and it's never up to you, you get to be what? You get to be right. You get to say, you know what, this diet plan didn't work because of X, Y, Z. You put the responsibility, essentially blame, on somebody else as opposed to recognizing that. As long as the responsibility is outside of myself, if I look at my mentor is responsible, my coach is responsible, my parents are responsible, the economy is responsible, the prime minister is responsible, the president, like somebody else is responsible, I'm subconsciously off the hook for actually having to actually do anything to, to make that change happen. This subtlety, this nuance, this conversation is so important because I hope that as you're listening, something is happening for you over there. Either you're recognizing, yeah, I have reclaimed the authority. I am responsible. Me. And responsibility is not blame. Responsibility is empowerment. Like, I am responsible says I have the power to change. If I'm not responsible, I don't have the power to change. This was everything for me. When I stopped blaming my parents, when I stopped blaming other people, when I took my power back, when I stopped asking permission, is when I actually started to live the life of my dreams and manifest the results that I really wanted to because I had the power to manifest. I had the power to transform. That power was over there with me. So I want you to really look today. Who are you holding subconsciously as responsible for your transformation? Is it a coach that you have or a program that you're in or like a mentor that you're working with? Or is it like, your husband or your boss or is it who subconsciously is the subtlety it's a nuance is responsible for your transformation today the idea is this i want you to start to reclaim that power i am responsible for my transformation i am responsible for my change you can write this in a piece of paper you could repeat this as a mantra you could put this on a screensaver on your phone i am responsible for everything in my life i am responsible for my own transformation I am the seat of my own authority. I am my own authority. I do not need to ask permission. I do not need to ask permission. We have to stop asking other people permission for anything as, as adults. Like When you really think about it, we when we're asking permission, we're coming from the six-year-old part of ourselves. When we're looking for somebody else to provide the change. And I see this happen. So this is where this is coming from, too. I lead a lot of programs. And... I've had people in my work for years at this point, continuously, because there's always like an evolution of the program, essentially. And what I see happen over the evolution is it's really cool. When people first come into the work, you can tell they're looking at me like I'm responsible for their transformation. And it's not a judgment. It's, it's how we're raised to believe. It's like our teacher's responsible for our transformation. And then it's our mom, our mom and dad. And then it's our teacher. And then it's our husband. And then it's our boss. Like You're always looking kind of to somebody else for the transformation. I see at the beginning of programs, people look at me like she's responsible for my transformation and if I didn't get, if I didn't get the results in this program, that's Adele's fault. The truth is this, I am not responsible for anybody's transformation. I am responsible to people insofar as a contract and agreement is concerned, but I am not responsible for people. I am not responsible for their transformation. Everybody as an adult has the power to lead themselves in leading themselves they transform. In leading themselves in the work, they transform. If we're looking for somebody else to transform us, they have become the authority in our mind. And this becomes a very slippery slope because we never actually learn to reclaim our power and our authority. We never become an agent in our lives. We never actually really recognize the power and truth of who we really are. See, I'm just there guiding. I'm kind of like the, the, the shaman on the journey I'm there to share the wisdom, to open up a a portal of awareness, but you're responsible for stepping in. You're responsible for the transformation. You're responsible for leading yourself. So I really want you to think about this today. Who's responsible for my transformation subconsciously? Like just really notice what opens up for you. Journal and then repeat these affirmations. I am responsible for my own transformation. I am the authority in my life. I do not need to ask permission. And then you're going to step into this feeling this idea, this power, this personal agency, this personal power, that personal power, my friends is going to magnetize you to the next level of your growth. Okay. I love you. I can't wait to hear what opens up for you and I'll see you in the next episode. So listen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And more than anything, what I really want you to know is that you can have whatever your heart desires simply because you exist you're worthy of having it all. If you thought that today's episode was amazing, I would love for you to share and spread the love by tagging me on Instagram, sharing this episode and making sure that you leave a five-star review and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes going forward. Have an amazing day.